Alrighty, welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary, a show all about the ridiculous things that wealthy folks have bought or done through the ages, because as long as there have been wealthy people, they have been doing just ridiculous things with that money. Uh, I'm your host, Haley, and over there is my laryngitis having co-host, Stephen. Stephen, wheeze oh at the gosh. microphone, Hello, everyone. Hello, Gilded Gang. Um, not laryngitis, Haley. It's asthma. It is asthma, but I'm saying that it, it, you have what I would essentially call a case of laryngitis in that you have difficulty speaking. I mean, you're not wrong, but it's more so I just can't breathe. <laughs> oh, but I'm poor alive. little buddy. So you are alive, and that's good. So, Gilda Gang, that's part of why we haven't been following our our um, New Year's resolution of releasing things on the 15th. Poor Stephen, as you have heard from the past couple of episodes has just been put through the ringer with uh, all of the different things making it so uh, his health has been poor and Steven's health comes first. This is just a hobby for us as much as we love you. Um, but in any case, to kind of accommodate since we do miss doing this, today's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a shorter episode. It's just going to be me telling a story to Steven today. So he gets to listen and make some comments but not have to go through all the rigmarole of exhausting himself talking. The, um, I think that's that's a pretty good compromise. I found a very delightful story that I think that everyone will enjoy. Um, but Stephen, you did have a uh, chump change for us since technically we won't have that for the middle of the show. Uh, did you want yeah, a chump change? That would be, uh, that would be amazing. So, oh yeah, I got to do my thing. But up, 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 jump, change. Still got to do it. <laughs> I think that was. Are we sure that's not yeah, the McDonald's ba, ba, copyright? Ba, 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 yeah. Copyright. Something. <laughs> oh man. So I was a day years old when I learned what an NFT was. Oh, where have you been? Okay. The yeah. Past no. Six no. Months? Obviously, and and for those listening they're like dude how do you not know yeah it, i've heard the acronym obviously i've heard an nft mentioned on all the like major stuff that i've done of course all the social medias you know all the major stuff that i follow um i'm a big ign follower so of course i've been hearing you know nfts and and so i i, I learned today that it means non-fungible token so okay like what 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 does that mean what's a non-fungible token well for those of you who don't know but like if you're still if you're one of the listeners and you still don't know what an nft is it's essentially something that is unique, something that is um, cannot be if if traded or bought, it, it does not become something else. It, it is something wholly unique. Something um, I, I don't. I... The reason why it's called fungible is because uh, something that's fungible, much like fungus, yes. can be replicated. But non fungible means it cannot mushroom itself. However, this is all a money laundering scheme. I'm putting it out there right now, and it delights me wholeheartedly to see it crashing and burning. I think it's hysterical. No, you're fine. No, and and yeah, I mean, to your point, it, it is. But like, why do I always see new articles trending about um, NFTs with Bitcoin and Ethereum and all, all the? I mean, I, I don't. I was reading an article today, like this, you know, uh, this X company or this X game developer was wanting to add NFTs into their, you know, their game system, and you know, I'm like, well. That's just why, 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 why? You're literally buying a spot 
on the blockchain. You're not buying the image. You're not buying that. You're literally buying a place yep. in line. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. so stupid. Okay, please continue with, yeah. uh, so, with your job, Jay. I was just curious because, like, you know, obviously I'm today years old and I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm like, okay, you know what? You know, people obviously have bought NFTs and sold NFTs. I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be something crazy out there. There is a bonkers, bonkersly expensive NFT transaction made in uh, back in the towards the end of 2021. I was reading about it today, and I'm like, no, that has this has to be fake. Like, there's no way some individual would pay this amount for an NFT. And um, yeah, so so like I said, I was going through and I found this incredibly bonkers bonkersly expensive nft that i was like there's no way there's absolutely no way so this is a digital image that was created by a digital artist and this is a piece called the merge Haley, have you have you heard of this piece so what is the merge i was like yeah what okay it looks okay it's two circles whoopty fucking do okay i can make that Again, you're not buying the image. You're buying yep, a spot yep, in a line. Yep. And I'm like, I can make this on, on Microsoft Paint. All right, let's go. So what is this particular piece? So the merge is, um, according to... Uh, it looks like a moon. It does. It looks it like does. space. <laughs> um, so uh, according to an article published by Better Programming, it says the merge is a, is a dynamic on-chain NFT with a unique token mechanism called merge. The images of this NFT collection are simply circles of different sizes, which represent represent different masses. Each account can only own one NFT in this collection if you own an NFT and purchase another. Two NFTs will merge into one with their masses added together and the circles grows in size. Okay, I actually really enjoy that because I feel like that's fucking with people who have too much money. Like, oh, you want a second one? Right. No. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, there's a lot of math involved, but like, but just the, uh, this this article kind of simplifies it. So, how can these two tokens merge into one? So, uh, the magic happens with a merge function. When transferring a token, the contract checks if the recipient recipient address already owns a token. If so, it will trigger the merge using a series of mathematical functions. So, long story short, um, it's literally like a string of codes, like uh, computer, you know, computerized, you know, data codes, all forming together, all merging together, and somebody bought a piece of this blockchain. Haley, just just take a guess, dude. Just take a guess. It's it's gotta be for like hundreds millions. Dude, you are so close to the mark. It is it's sold for ninety one million dollars. So fucking stupid. NFTs are so stupid. Right? No, so I, I know. <laughs> and this particular transaction is recorded as the highest sales value by a living artist for a single artwork in a public sale. Not actual art, not actual digital art, not, you know, a painting. No, no, no. For a effing NFT. 
91 million dollars folks and then if they bought a second one it would change correct completely. correct weird how do you access i don't understand how you access your nft is it like you get a jpeg that just shows up on your computer Can what's you funny it, it? and the most ironic thing about it i copied and saved this from a browser I didn't pay $91 million for this. Again, it's not the image they're buying. It's a I spot know. in line. They're waiting in a Disneyland line for what I do not know. So, like, I don't, I don't, get, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't either. understand. And it, it has continually blown my mind all day. And my brain hurts after, after going into a, a fucking deep dive on NFTs. Oh no! Oh no! You were put with all the crypto bros, dude. Online. I was so absolutely sorry. like, and like, yeah. So I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm hopping from one article to the next, talking about obviously just regular standard Bitcoin to Ethereum, to all these other different types of, um, you know, uh, digital currency, cryptocurrency, um, and it, it just, it keeps blowing my mind. And I'm like, why? Well, first of all. Not that I invest a whole, whole lot. Like I'm just starting to kind of like understanding like investments and like getting into investments. Like I, I do have, like I do have a Roth, you know, a Roth IRA. I do have investments, you know, that just small things. But, you know, if I'm looking to invest something long-term, like I'm a simple person. I, I have, you know, I have a simple family. I have simple needs. I'm going to invest in simple things that I understand what they are, that I yeah. know what type of growth, what, you know, obviously knowing the difference between stocks and bonds, like simple things. Simple I'm telling things. you, I'm telling you, it's all a money laundering it. scheme. It just, it's all a money laundering scheme. Okay, thank you for that increasingly frustrating. That's my pleasure. That's my pleasure, <laughs> Haley. Back to you. Back to me. Okay, so I have uh, the most delightful story. It is going to be very image heavy. So, uh, to all of our delightful Gilded Gang, if you are not following us on Instagram yet, please go follow us on Instagram so you can see the images that I'm talking about, or else you're going to be confused. Because I know that it's difficult to be talking about <clears throat> images on an audio medium, but this is who I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go to Instagram and go to at Outrageously Unnecessary. Uh, and, yeah, you'll be able to see all these. Um, Okie dokie. So... To kind of explain how I got here, uh, I stumbled across this entirely. I was doing research on a Gilded Age thing because I wanted to go back to the Gilded Age. And then I somehow ended up in the 1970s. I don't know how, but I ended up in the 1970s. And Google was so very kind to me and just gifted to me on a silver platter this most wonderful of topics. Okay, so uh, let, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little background, little background story um, to set the stage. So, uh, quote from Wikipedia on today's contestants: "Quote: uh, The Rothschild family is a wealthy Ashkenazi Jewish family originally from Frankfurt that rose to prominence with Mayor Armschel Rothschild, who was alive from 1744 to 1812." who was a court factor to the German Landgraves of Hesse-Kassel in the free city of Frankfurt, 
Holy Roman Empire, and he established his banking business in the 1760s. Unlike most previous court factors, Rothschild managed to bequeath his wealth and established an international banking family through his five sons, who then established businesses in London, Paris, Frankfurt, Vienna, and Naples. The family was elevated to noble rank in the Holy Roman Empire and the United Kingdom, end quote. So, very much so. Have you heard of the Rothschild family before? Uh, I can't, yeah, yeah. They're one of those families that are just kind of in the background of like, yeah, they sound wealthy. Um, but I, I had completely forgotten like who they were or why they were prominent. And basically what you need to know, they are very old money. They got their money through banking. They are Jewish. And um, essentially uh, it, it kind of worked like a fairy tale where it's like, my five sons go each to a different town and, and try to... Uh, find your fortune, and then they did. So, yeah, Rothschild. That's who we're talking about today. Anyways, during the 19th century, they possessed the largest private fortune in the world. Um, and I could very probably get into the insanity of their very long and storied history, because like I said, very old money. Very old money. Um, and I, I mean, I could probably spend an entire episode literally just talking about their many castles and mansions, of which there were many photos of them on their Wikipedia page. So many mansions. Oh, I bet. Um, but, yeah, so many mansions. Uh, but, no, like I said, Google was very kind to me. We are here, to, <laughs> we are here for a very specific story. Um, this is the story of the Rothschild Surrealist Ball held on December 12th of 1972 at the Chateau de Feria in Ranch. Or, Ranch? France. <laughs> well, that's the episode title for this. In, in Ranch. <laughs> they lived in ranch dressing. Just a big pool of ranch dressing. <laughs> Dang it. I was doing so good on you that. You were. That's um, amazing. <laughs> thanks. Uh, Okay, um, okay. so some background on the 1972 era of Rothschilds. Uh, from, uh, by the way, pretty much everything that I've gotten for, for the rest of this story is from an article on therake.com. Uh, the article is called Party Animals, The Rothschild Surrealist Ball by Ed Cripps. Uh, well, in any case, from the rake. Uh, in 1957, after a brief first marriage to a horse-breeding count, that's a sentence, uh, Baroness Marie Helene Nyla Stephanie Josina Van Zulen Van Nivelt Van der Haar, that Bless was you. all her name, uh, <laughs> 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 thank you. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, I think I had a stroke halfway through that. Um, anyways, uh, she wed her third cousin, Guy de Rothschild, uh, head of the de Rothschild Freres Bank. Um, their romance broke various barriers as it was the first time a leading Rothschild had married a non-Jewish spouse. 
uh, guy was forced to resign. Excuse you. Guy was forced to resign his presidency of the Jewish community in France, and the Catholic Marie Helene uh, had to receive a special dispensation from the Pope. So, the pair's social life showed a very similar liberalism. End quote. That's phenomenal to me. It's amazing that you're important enough that you need to ask the Pope. If you can interfaith marry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like asking permission from like the most authoritative dad in the world. Yeah. Is it, Daddy, can I please father, daddy? <laughs> please call me father. Daddy. Uh <laughs> Daddy, sorry. Daddy? Sorry. sorry. Daddy. daddy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the the guy stepping down as president of the Jewish community in France kind of makes sense to me mm -hmm. because he's stepping away from whatever the Jewish value is. I don't understand why this, why the Baroness lady was important enough to need dispensation from the Pope. How, where was she in the Catholic community <laughs> yeah. that this was going to break everything? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, continuing onwards, um, about the location of this party now that we know the hosts uh also from the rake like like i said i copied damn near all of this so like everybody go read this article um quote the chateau de ferrier boasts 80 guest bedrooms 30 square kilometers of forest 120 foot central hall atlas columns and caryatids sculpted by charles cordier and a library of over 8,000 volumes and a neo-Renaissance Italian garden. End quote. Jesus God. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus. Yeah, that, it's, it's, oh, like, for as many last names as this lady has, she's not even, she married into the Rothschild, somehow has that many last names, and they live somewhere with 80 guest bedrooms 80 there's too many wait hold on i'm gonna google and see if i can find a photo of this place because i don't actually have a photo of it and i want to know oh it's ginormous it's absolutely ginormous this is jesus oh my god dear okay hold on hold on hold on hold on okay take a look at that oh it's gorgeous yeah, that's that's absolutely lovely. Absolutely, ah oh, man, it it makes me think of Downton Abbey for some reason. I don't know why. It does make you think of Downton Abbey. It's probably like fourteen times bigger than Downton Abbey, but like easily it gives you those. Vibes. It does give me those vibes. Yeah. So hold on, sending you one more of the interior, <clears throat> which is absolutely bananas. Uh, well, it might not send. I'm not certain. Anyways, the interior is uh, too large for its own good. <laughs> yeah, they were they were right. It's it's a lot of columns, big skylight over a ballroom. No single person should live in this house by themselves. Like, what, did they just live in a wing? I still don't understand how that works. Living in a huge mansion, do you like pick a portion of it to live in? Shelly and I have discussed this. Like, if we had like. A huge, huge ass mansion like this. 
of course, we would like to have a wing that we would live in, but we would invite our closest friends and have them each choose a wing and live in a wing. Because it'd be so yeah, big, we wouldn't. Absolutely, a hundred percent. You would have your privacy. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Like you'd be living in your own house. Yeah, hundred percent. Bananas. Okay. Anyways, uh, moving on with the with the surrealist ball. So the Baroness with too many names. Uh, she was quite the elite party thrower, uh, and like to the point that people were just like begging her for invitations to her party and like one starlet and like the article did not mention who but like a starlet at the time like threatened suicide if she wasn't invited to the next party like that level of of party throwing um but in any case something got into her head that she needed to throw a surrealism themed costume party and and honestly after me looking into this this is what the met gala should be this is what the Met Gala wishes it was. Uh, the Baroness got to work sending out invitations to a select group of celebrities, including Audrey Hepburn and Salvador Dali. Oh, Salvador Dali. You know, yeah, you know, the guy who's uh, created surrealism as a, as a genre. Yep. Yep. It's super weird to me that he was alive in the 70s. Like he died in the 80s, but my brain does not associate him with the night like with the 20th century. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um I get that. Yeah, but in any case, he came to this party. He did not dress up, which I find stupid, but as the father of surrealism, I think he's just kind of there to bask in the glory, which is totally fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it tracks. Yep. So anyways, she sent out these invitations. The invitations themselves are worth talking about because they followed the theme absolutely beautifully. They were printed so they could only be read when they were held up to a mirror. <laughs> and I just want to know who you get that and you're like, hmm, Baron Marie Helene is up to some shit. Quick, does anybody know how to read backwards? Like... Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So, so they were all tied backwards. They could only be held up to a mirror. Um, uh, and then it requested a black tie dress code, but with the addition of, quote, surrealist heads. Hmm. What do you think that means? Surrealist heads? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can I can show you. But essentially, she's saying, come in your black tie tuxes and your black tie dresses, floor-length gowns, and the only place that you're getting crazy with it is going to be your head. So, it is technically, I guess, a masquerade? Question mark? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, when the guests showed up, one, <laughs> the house was lit up to look as though it were on fire. I have no photos of this. I could probably find some if I was really looking for it, but I have no photos of this at my at my quick disposal. So that's the first thing they see. Two, they get out of their cars. All of the servants are dressed and acting like cats. I love it. Yeah. So all of the servants, they're literally like going up to each other and like grooming each other or like playing with balls of yarn 
or like they'll run away skittishly from the <laughs> from the guests. Like they're just acting like cats. Can you imagine getting paid to do that? That sounds amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Please sign me up. Yeah, <clears throat> sign me up. That sounds great. I want to be. I want to be a servant cat. That sounds fabulous. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the guests were taken to the entryway, and the entryway was a literal maze of cobweb like laces and strings that they had tied together. You have to work your way through the maze to reach the actual party. Why? <laughs> and if you get lost, you can call for a cat servant and you can follow a cat servant through. Help me right now, please. <laughs> Help me right now. <sighs> so anyways, that's just utterly delightful to me. Um, continuing on, you finally make it inside. Uh, where do you go next? Well, obviously, you're going to dinner next. And at dinner, <laughs> dinner is horrifying. Uh, quote again from the Rake article. Quote, plates were covered in fur. What? <laughs> Tables decorated with taxidermied tortoises. Oh, and no. food was served on a mannequin corpse on a bed of roses. What? Forks were replaced with dead fish. <laughs> Omnilingual cannibalistic puns littered the menu, as in, quote, Sir, S-I-R, loin, sirloin, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> extra lucid soup. And goat's cheese roasted in post-coital sadness. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's so, it's so incredible. It's so incredible. Oh my god, it's just insane. Hold on, hold on. I have to send you a picture of. Um, of some of the table dressings because it, it's truly it's it is my worst nightmare is what it is um because i deeply despise anything having to do with baby dolls i truly do it freaks me out to no end i don't like that no no care to explain Ca what you're seeing care to explain what I'm seeing. Um, where do we begin? Okay, so <clears throat> we have a ridiculous, ridiculously tanned baby doll, uh, first and foremost, missing one of its hands and missing one of its legs. And another leg looks like it's turned at an inappropriate angle. And it this is, is a broken baby. It's a very broken baby. Laying in the lap of what looks to be a death knight. It, it looks to be a, a another mannequin doll-esque with looks a bit like the knight who says knee. Or no, not the, sorry, not the knight who says knee, the black knight from Holy Grail when he gets his arms and legs. Yes, yes, exactly such. Um yeah, so there's this death death clad knight looking mannequin toy thing okay and then it's got a little baby girl doll 
also like propped up, you know, sitting next to the knight. And then there's a baby head who's got a hole in its head. And you can see its eyeballs. And the... Oh, I didn't even pay attention to the eyeballs. That is nice and horrifying. It's... I hate it. Um, and... Yeah, it's real bad. Next, next image, please. Um, and then there's these candle balls that are all kind of, you know, sporadically, you know, around. Okay, then there's, there's, there's normal glass wine goblets. That's normal. Okay, I can get on board with normal. And then there looks like there's like, I don't even know, like it, it's a humanoid-esque type doll thing made out of who knows what. Oh, like the weird origami paper doll? Yeah, okay. Uh, that's what I thought it looked like. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. So, um, this is an image um, where... This will live for... This will haunt forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This this is... This is... If sadness just hate-fucked despair. Like... <laughs> It was, it's not, it's not a good relationship, like, between the two at all. And, and the offspring of such interaction is this image. Mm -hmm. It's Oh, I found a picture of the fuzzy plate. Oh, God. It's horrifying. Gilded Gang, it's just, it's horrifying. Oh, look at the, look at the turtle. <laughs> I don't like it, but I... Also, the article definitely called them tortoises. They are turtles. They have flippers. I'm just putting that out there. But uh, can you just... You don't have to go into such detail, but do you want to explain the other photos I've just sent to you? Yeah, so the first, so the next photo is um, two, two turtles embracing each other amid a bed of dirt, maybe, with the same candle balls all throughout. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the plates are a hundred percent fuzzy. It's like this maybe midnight black, maybe midnight purple fuzzy plate. It looks, and it's got like, like a, a, it's got like wax a, wa a red wax lip. Yeah. Lips very glossy. Oh, oh, the napkins also have glossy lips on them. Oh, I didn't notice the glossy lips. I was too busy paying attention to what I thought was an alligator head on the napkin. <laughs> <sighs> that is the, the dead fish maybe oh i think you're right i think it's the dead fish because the article did mention that all the forks were replaced with dead fish but i see forks next to the plate i don't know i don't know um needless to say gilded gang it's uncomfortable everything about this is uncomfortable it's yeah it, it is it is literally the textbook definition of uncomfortable yeah i'd say that's accurate okay uh going back to the mannequin uh <laughs> that apparently dinner was served on that's uh laid out on a bed of roses uh a different article that i read uh claimed that the mannequin was actually dessert and was in fact was in fact entirely made out of uh sugar um i don't know if that was the actual case but we do have the photo of the naked mannequin on a table bed of roses so i don't know what to do about that but i'm just putting that out there someone thinks it's made out of sugar <laughs> i have no confirmation 
Yeah. Okay. So, to the very exciting portion of this where uh, we've already discussed some images, but I have more for you, which is the the god tier of this party, which are the costumes. So, oh boy. Uh, this is yeah, so this is the first thing that you'll actually see when you uh, Google the surrealist uh, Rothschild party. And I think that it explains just beautifully what she meant by surrealist heads. <sighs> okay, so the dude. Okay, there's a dude and a female. So the dude, it looks like it's like golden coral, like ocean type coral. Um, and like a really fancy headdress-esque type of situation and uh, comes down to a nice little mask he's, he's wearing and the female looks like she's wearing a fucked up collage of Mona Lisa's it is a fucked up collage of Mona Lisa's absolutely correct both of these guys are wearing these as like mask slash headdress things that expand way farther than the limits of their actual head like they are taking up space with these headdresses. It's just incredible. My God. My God. What have they okay. done? <laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, this one is very cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, interesting. So this guy's, yeah, this guy's mask is like he's wearing another person's face, but the, like there's like cutouts like like uh horizontal cutout lines across the face so it's like it separates and you can see like the face of the actual person wearing it underneath and it's like got planets around this person's the face um yeah those definitely look like planets don't they they, they do look like planets um and then the the females adjacent to this man i'm gonna assume it's a man um I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, one looks like uh, the Pink Floyd album, The Wall, but with extra faces. Ah, yes. And one looks like a Picasso. Is that accurate? That's pretty accurate, actually. That's, that's an excellent way to describe it, for sure. Uh, the one who looks like Pink Floyd's The Wall is, in fact, wearing a mop on her head with a large bow i find that fun and interesting and then the one who looks like a picasso i don't even know what's happening with her headdress but it is large and swoopy yeah it's large and swoopy it's swoopy it's, it's a lot god it's a lot um and here's a picture of audrey hepburn with a bird cage on her head <laughs> audrey hepburn was weird that's awesome I know, it delights me to no end. That's too, awesome. That Audrey Hepburn was just like, oh, she's so good. Um, okay, hold on. We're going to show you one picture of Salvador Dali because he is the king of surrealism. Uh, he's at the party with somebody. I don't know who's next to him. I've seen this photo. Have you? But only of him. Like, I've seen this photo. Yeah, I've like that pose of his feels very, very familiar to me. So maybe it's like cropped of that <clears throat> photo or... Maybe he just really likes that pose. I'm not certain. Yeah. But he looks normal. He does. Uh, as he didn't dress up at all. He he was just like, nah, I'm just coming to this. 
He's like, I'm just I'm here. Like, okay, I respect that. Just here for the food and the booze. Okay, and last photo is... <laughs> the last photo. I'm not sure if the man is Guy de Rothschild or not. I'm not certain. But the woman is um, our Baroness with too many names, uh, Marie Helene. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so hers, hers is easy, um, easy to, to to describe. It is, she is wearing a gold painted buck's head with antlers to boot. Uh, do you notice that those antlers are very sparkly? They are very sparkly. I would like to point out that those are all real diamonds. Stop it. Gilded Gang, there are sparklies all the fuck over those antlers. And if all those are real-ass diamonds... Jesus. All right, well... Yeah. Okay, well... And then uh, the dude's wearing... It it looks like a fucked-up circus that he's wearing on top of his head. (laughs) Let's let's just be honest. That's what it is. It is very much so a fucked-up circus. I don't know what's happening, but it kind of looks like he's got like a little skeleton thing on there. He's got a tiger pelt. He's got a dead pheasant on top. He's just, he's, he's just rocking it right now. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's pretty much all that I have regarding this. Um, uh, the the way that I'm going to end this off, though, is that a lot of uh, people at the time questioned if this was some sort of, like, Illuminati devil-worshipping party. Like, there was a lot of rumors flying around. Oh, I bet. Like, oh, my God, they hail Satan. Yeah. Nah, I think it's just on par for rich people doing something absolutely ridiculous. And I want to attend one of these parties. Lady Gaga would do so well. <laughs> I'm surprised Lady Gaga hasn't thrown one of these parties. Right? Yeah. Missed opportunities. 100%. Uh, That's amazing. Haley, thank you. Thank thank (laughs) Google for just leading me towards that. Because you were going to get a very different story today. Oh, was I? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, thank you for listening thank you for for just like being here and being my bud even though you're all all goobered up and can't breathe and i'm sorry about that but and then thanks to gilded gang for always being patient with us and we hope that you enjoyed the story and all of these photos are going to be on the internet (laughs) (laughs) on the internet yep oh good night gilded gang good night